You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. is freshly roasted and ethically sourced it's music to your ears shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com what's up everybody welcome back to the old-fashioned podcast i am one of your hosts clintus joined by the new daddy mike yes How's it going, man good how are you buddy good good it's been another week Another week. Uh, what, what's, what's the status status check in the household sleeping longer we got five hour stints now pretty good she's eating like crazy though so it's like um it's like never content i guess oh, oh it's just always it's always no no yeah like a bear going into hibernation she's just ravenous yeah speaking of sleep i uh i started using a so i've been trying to like do multiple things just trying to make some changes in my life uh i started doing intermittent fasting Oh, that's uh, good. I can't, I can't, I can't make it to the gym, man. I just can't do it. Like I'm not driven to like go work out. And, uh, even though it's super accessible to me. You, you, was there a point in your life where you were avid gym goer or no? No, no. no? I tried multiple times. I had memberships. Um, uh, like I had friends that would like, Hey, we're going to the gym. But I think that was the problem is I never really had that like gym buddy like to mm. go with you know like if i feel like if i had someone who always went to the gym which i guess i'm kind of close there with my son my son's been going but he'll go with his friend or he'll, he'll meet up with my dad like randomly because my dad will like just text him like hey i'm going to the gym he's a good time right now and my son's like yeah sure you know Perfect. but like just like not me right like i'm not that kind of guy so i don't know I, intermittent fasting kind of made it sound like okay it's a different yeah. thing to try right because i love to eat i love to eat so now i'm just restricting when i eat right i well, I, I grew up in athletics. It, we were constantly always doing something, and majority of the sports I played, part of you know, regular training was in the gym training. Mm-hmm. So I was always in the gym. Uh, but I have it's such a mental impact for me. Mm-hmm. It's leveling. I get a lot. You know, what I mean, I feel even though I do a lot around the house, just between especially moving in i just got a lot of chores that have to get done just a lot of stuff that needs updating a lot of just like my old place man it's just constant renovation constant before yeah. you know i refinish i re i finished the basement i i was just project to project build this build that fix this you know it's just constant and here it's the same thing except now i have a yard so it's kind of like my physical outlet there but just going and kind of being not mindless for me but i have a plan right so i have a routine that i stick to i go to the gym I hit it hard for like two hours. It's my time. It's no interruptions. It's just headphones and go. Uh, it's nice. It's like a re- little bit of a reset. Feels good. I always come out feeling great. Like if I am in my root, my workout routine, I, I never have a better outlook than when I'm constantly in that routine. It, I just feel better. I feel focused. So you do two hours. How often do you go? Every day. In a week. Every day. Two hours a day? Every day. Holy crap. When I'm on. How do you get up? So it depends on when I'm working. If I'm working like daytimes, I'll get up at four o'clock in the morning and then I'll go hit the gym and then go to work. Damn. Okay. You know, I'm jealous because I can't wake up that early in the morning. (laughs) I am more of a, uh, I've transitioned in my aging from a night person to a morning person. I just get so much more done. If I wake up in the morning, my day is that much more productive. If I wake up at 8 30, 9 o'clock, dude, I just I feel like a lazy. I'm not saying you are if you get up that early, but just for me, I yeah, do yeah, not yeah. feel productive. I feel like a lazy piece of shit. And nine times out of ten, if I wake up that late, I don't get stuff done. I feel that. I I I I'm definitely more of a night person. Like I will stay up later. Right? I'm a mm-hmm. kind of guy that's like, I'll stay up till I'm tired, like, oh, I'm tired, I'm trying to go to bed, right? Versus like getting up early. Like I hate you know, alarm clocks. And I'm fortunate enough that I've been self-employed for the last, you know, seven years that I haven't, I don't need to, I don't, I don't ever have an alarm clock. I just wake up naturally. But my wife on the flip side is a morning person, right? She's the one who's up bright and early, 
when she wakes up, it's out of bed. Whereas I roll over bed, I'm like, oh, my phone for an hour, right? Like, that's, I don't want to get out key, of bed. That's key, man. That's right? key. My wife has the same problem. So I'm the early one. She's not. Mm-hmm. And I only ever need to set one alarm. The only mm-hmm. anxiety I get is if that alarm doesn't go off, right? Right, right. But I only need the one alarm, and it's always my watch. And all mm-hmm. it is is a beep, 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 beep. That's all I need. Because as soon as it goes off, first thing I do is I silence that thing, and I jump right out of bed. As soon as it goes off, you just got to swing your legs out. That's the biggest yep. hurdle. Swing Agreed. your legs out from the bed, and that's it. I'm good. Never had a problem with that when I know I need to go and I, need, I have somewhere to go. Uh, it's yep. a timing thing. But my wife's definitely, again, like the early riser. I'm going to get up an hour early so I can set my coffee and ease into my morning. And, yep. You know, that's definitely her style. But but on the flip side, like I'm like you. When I do get up and I'm up early, yeah, I'm productive. I get stuff done. Like I'm definitely more of a front loader. Whereas the longer the day goes, I'm just kind of like, ah, I'll do it tomorrow. That's exactly. To- <laughs> I'm the same. If I get a late start on my day, it just mm-hmm. feels like the rest of the day kind of amounts to nothing. Right. Right. You know what I mean, I might get the one thing that I had planned to do, whatever it was. Like today, I have planned to do Amish shit. Right. But, uh, you know, maybe that's what I get done. I know I have other stuff that I have to do. But I'm like, right. right. Type deal. But yeah, well, hitting so- the gym. With the with the infasting, and then I also started like uh, I started doing the, uh, this app. My wife and I did a while back called Step Bet, where you like you literally pay. I think it's like twenty bucks, uh, and it's in a pool, and you have six weeks to like hit so many steps. So you can either run, you can walk, whatever. I just, I, I like going for my walks. I like my neighborhood. I just go for like long walks. You know, whatever. We get the desert and everything. Um, and if you hit your goal, then you get the money back plus you share the pot with everybody else. Right. It's a little incentive oh, wow. to to hit your steps and stuff right right so uh that that and then the last thing is i've been actually wearing my watch when i sleep now just to see how my sleep is like just mm-hmm. kind of I, I'm, a, I'm a data guy like i love seeing data on myself like oh i, I try to keep track of all my stats on everything i do because i'm always like oh how much did i do that or how much did i how much did i do that um so i've been like trying to keep track of my sleep and realizing that some nights i definitely feel rested when i wake up and then other nights i'm like like month like month i think it was monday night sunday night monday night sunday night it says they only got like four and a half hours of sleep. And I'm like, I'm doing the math. And I'm like, I was definitely in bed and sleep before, but because I didn't get like good sleep, according good sleep. to the watch, yeah. it, it doesn't sleep. calculate as sleep. Yeah. It was kind of crazy. But I was like, I definitely feel like crap this morning. That's weird. That's it. It, it, it and the math checks out, you know? Right. That has been, but I've never been new dad experience here. Right. Yeah. I finally have an Apple watch. I got it like right after baby was born. Cause I you know, did that. Right. I was like, okay, I want to track sleep. I want to go back to the gym. So like, I want to carry my phone everywhere. The amount of lack of sleep that I am getting all of a sudden and like mm. watching that number when I wake up and I'm like, mm. man, that, uh, that's yeah. rough, buddy. <laughs> I, I generally run off of around five hours. If I get five hours of sleep, I'm pretty good. I, I'm um, currently at sub six around five right now. Like, yeah, not, if I can get five, I'm, I'm pretty good. I hit three hours and 20 minutes yesterday. Not today. It's, mm, it's rough, man. Now, now the great you. part. My new ADHD medication means I'm actually awake and a functioning human being on that amount of sleep. Two weeks ago, I would have been the walking zombie. So that's a right, well. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how long it lasts. I woke up this morning actually tired, so four nights in a row might be pushing it. Fair. Uh, yeah, and, and that's the thing too. I feel I feel like it has to do a lot to do with the act, level of activity because, mm-hmm. like, usually six is my my number. I'm, as long as I'm getting six, I'm good, right? I'm not falling asleep when I'm driving. I'm not like dozing off from sitting on the couch, like. Mm. But uh, I think it might just be like a natural thing because, again, mornings are kind of like loosey-goosey. Like, my kids are older now. They don't require us to get them up and out for school. I mean, hell, they, my, my daughter, now that my daughter drives, they just go out on their own. If, if, right. I, just, if I slept through the morning, I wouldn't even know they were, you know, gone. Um, seven seems to be like more. I'm getting between six and seven now. Like, that seems to be the norm. And I even put in the app, like, my goal is six, right? I'm just, as long as I'm getting six, I'm good. So it's kind of using that as a as a barometer, like, oh, you know, you need you need to get more sleep tomorrow night. You're good on your you get sleep debt. Like there's like it, yeah. it keeps track of all this stuff. It's kind of cool. I'm glad to hear that you're uh slowly starting to ratchet up. But some people, man, some parents don't get that sleep early. Like it's like it takes a month for them to start getting like normal, like back, you know, getting like chunks of sleep. But oh, yeah, I, I'm getting sleep mostly because the wife refuses to let me not sleep. She's like, uh, I have work tomorrow. And like, but doesn't matter i'll get up and take care of baby what do you mean and she's like no so she just like occasionally will not wake me up to like take the baby out to change or whatever and i'm like, i swear to god just let me take care of my child <laughs> there my wife's the same way but 
I mean, there's not other than getting up and like changing, changing her. Yeah. There's not a whole lot because it's just so much easier for her to feed her. Yep. It, for me, it would like go downstairs, warm up milk. You know what I mean? Warm up stuff, yeah. get it ready, bring it back up. It's that it's exponentially longer. Whereas for her, she just like wheels her over and goes. And uh, the C-section you know, makes it a little bit harder too. Cause it's like, the, well, yeah, abdomen, yeah, like she can't roll out of bed yeah. properly. And you're like, I gotta go do this. So. Yep. So, but, so I'm waking up solely just because the baby's baby's making noises. If there's anything she needs, obviously she wakes my ass up. But right, for the most part, yeah. She I, dude, I haven't. She's 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 like your wife, man. She's crazy. She just she's like, no, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I I I don't know what to do with it because I'm like, oh, she's like, you know, you get sleep, and I'm like, oh yeah, like I got six hours, right? Whatever. And she's like, yeah, I was up till four. Got about 45 mm-hmm. minutes, and she woke back up again. And you're like, I swear oh. to God, woman. <laughs> Could be sharing the wealth. Exactly. Like, yeah, I, I can I guess. The only thing I can, I can, I can't really remember with my son a whole lot for whatever reason, but I definitely remember my daughter, and we had a great balance because I was working, I was working at Home Depot when my daughter was born. So, and, and my hours would always shift. Like one week was this, one week would be that. And so the, there'd be, again, being a night, more of a night person, I'd get home from work. And my, my wife would feed the baby and put her down. And then whenever time I got home from work, I would feed her around like midnight, right? So she had fed her at like, say it was nine or eight, whatever. And then I'd feed her again at midnight and then I'd go to bed. And my wife had already gotten, you know, three or four hours of sleep. And then I'm doing the, like the midnight feeding. And then, she, you know, another three or four hours, she'd wake up for her next feeding. My wife got a nice chunk of like, you know, six, seven hours of sleep, maybe sometimes mm. even eight if she slept in a little bit, right? The, the baby did. Right. And so we had this great routine where we actually got good, decent sleep for the most part. Right. Only time that would get disrupted might be like on a weekend or um, a day where, you know, the baby just wasn't following her normal routine. But with my son, I can't really remember how feedings were set up, but I know we definitely alternated. If I, you know, once the formula, we got, we started doing a mix of, uh, well, even <laughs> when, we, when she was breastfeeding, we just, you know, put it in the, in the fridge or whatever. And so yeah. it was easy peasy. Yeah. We're, but, we're still early enough that there is no schedule and it just is yeah. perpetual. So I yeah, you guys are like, yeah, you're, you're super early. Yeah. Constantly yeah. all the time. Again, every, I don't remember that far back. <laughs> they, don't, they don't tell you that about being a new dad either. They're not like, oh, yeah, by the way, like, here's like the lack of sleep that you're going to get. And this is, I think that's understood. Yeah, but like I understood that going in, like, or at least that's like the I you can understand it, and it's a whole nother thing for them to be like, no, 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 no. you think you know, but you really don't. Um, I don't know. See, I didn't have a problem transitioning because I was used to running on no sleep. That's fair. You know used to I mean? like eight and a half, nine hours, but that was also because like okay, well, yeah, I could see how that would be absolutely painful for you. <laughs> like I said, the ADHD medication has changed my life because now I can actually just not sleep and I'm okay. <laughs> So like we're like since college until it catches up busy. with you. Well, yeah, but hey, it'll be okay. Yeah, we'll pay that debt down the road. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it catches up with you for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, in, in, in any uh, any any downtime or free time with the with without the baby to catch up on anything, movies, TV shows, watch anything this last week? The new season of Alone. Yeah, I don't know that show. What's that show? That show is like, uh, it's like the ultimate bushcrafting show, I guess you could say. Basically, they take ten. Well, I guess the show's I, evolved. Yeah. No, no, no. no. I, yeah, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, didn't they used to do? Uh, it was like wilderness or something, where it was just one person or two exactly, person, and they were competing exactly. against each other. So, now it's just yep. ten. Yeah. Now, so now what they do is they 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 change it right. So it's ten ten contestants right now, and they drop them on some crazy ass remote location right now they're like in the middle of grizzly country it's on this lake and it gets to like sub like negative 32 degrees fahrenheit here and what they do is they yeah they drop you off like um probably right around the fall time late spring early fall and there's no end there's no like survive 60 days and you win no it's be the last person standing and they don't tell you when you're the last one it's crazy so that you don't know how many people have tapped out you don't know you could just be there for an indefinite amount a definite amount of time indefinite amount of time and that's just the game so they drop you off you're allowed so many items right and 
they're like, all right, have at it. All you have are the clothes on your back and your backpack. And that's it. You have to build a shelter, find food, find fresh water, be able to survive the frigid cold winter and produce. And what? that's the show, man. It's really cool. So, dude, some of these shelters that they build are insane. It's full on log cabins with like hand saws. It's it says crazy. It, it says that uh, there's no camera crew, so they're just like filming themselves. GoPros. Wow. Yep. This is on the History Channel? Uh, it's Netflix. Oh, okay. So ne- Netflix used to have like every season, because I think it's season eight right now, but I don't, they must have, that contract must have ran out going back to History Channel, but season eight, I think, is on there right now. So, and yeah. the only reason I, we, we like watch that in bed. So I haven't really had a chance to actually watch shows. That's just kind of mindless because I like watching yeah. that stuff. I've been trying to find why. something a little more reality TV for us to watch in the evenings because we watch a ton of anime on the weekends because like all of Did our stuff debuts like Friday, Saturday. So pretty decent. I mean, you see these people come in standard weight and after like 60 days, it's just like Skeletor standing back at you and all they've been eating is like 1200 calories on berries. It's crazy. Some of them are like, yeah, this is this is whatever plant. It's totally good for you. Come to find out it's a lookalike plant. that's actually super toxic. And all you see is them. It's, it's crazy, dude. It's a crazy show. And all wow. they win is 500 grand. That's it. I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. It's, a, it's a good chunk of money, but 500 grand for potentially months, months? by yourself yeah. in solitaire by yourself surviving and there's just bears running around yeah deep in polar bear country i saw that i'm like what the shit i mean like it's cool it's not even 500k that's like you know just like we found out with the billion after taxes it's what <laughs> oh god yeah that billion dollar pool they got like 840 million in taxes. in taxes yeah oh look we actually do know how to tax billionaires congratulations irs <laughs> you just won the lottery saw that on oh, twitter yeah i do yeah, my wife and I, we don't, we don't really watch anything. As, as I've said numerous times, like we are complete opposites with our preferences on everything, right? Mm. Um, so we never watch TV. The only thing that we can watch kind of and both be into are like cooking shows. Um, so like last year, we watched that uh, Next Level Chef with Gordon Ramsay. That was actually a really good show. I really, I really dug that. Um, so like when on the weekends, we're just kind of hanging out in the living room with the family and you know, the kids. We eat, make breakfast or eat breakfast. I'll just literally just turn on the cooking channel and our food network and whatever's on is on. Like we'll just watch oh. whatever. Right. But I like those cooking competitions. I, I, those are shows I do enjoy watching. That's probably the only like competition show that I actually want to watch. Cause I just love the food. I love watching the food be made. And I'm just like, Oh, that looks so good. <laughs> you know, or uh, diners, dive-ins and drives where he like, that, goes. That was a good show, dude. That was a yeah. good show. You find little nuggets, right? You're like, Oh, that place looks dope. Or, you oh know, my God, it's only an hour away from me. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. So, that's really the only thing that I that I could say we 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 could put on. But again, with our schedules being so different, opposite, usually, uh, you know, it's the, it's the local news that's on before my wife goes to bed, and then I get to flip on whatever. I'm I'm in the middle of Moon Knight, so I'm so I'm I got I think two episodes left in Moon Knight, so finishing that up, and then my daughter. So I used to watch Supernatural. It was like like one of my favorite shows back in the day. It was back when Netflix still did DVDs. So I would get like you know three DVDs, watch like three or four episodes, and put the DVD you know send the DVD back and. Dude, That's I, I just consumed. Found, I just found a Netflix Netflix sleeved DVD. Did you? In, yeah, in one of my boxes <laughs> when I moved. I pulled it out. It had the, the paper Netflix, like the wax paper yep. envelope. That's what yep. it's in, dude. It what what movie was it? Uh In Bruges with Colin Farrell. Oh it, geez. dude. Oh fucking wax paper. I was like, oh <laughs> so God. old. Yeah, so I watched the first I like know. five seasons uh, through DVD, and then eventually it's when they got onto like the streaming services. And so anyway, I don't know. I think the season, the series just ended last year. It was like fifteen seasons or something. And uh, I watched is this all the, one the way with the two brothers. Yeah, or is that Sean? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, okay, no, nope, that's it. Yeah, they're like they fight supernatural, yep. like you yep. know, they're ghost hunt, monster hunters and stuff. Well, I got my daughter into it, and we watched. She watched. She caught up with me because she just binge watches. Like that's all she does, is just binge watch shows. Mm. Um, and so she got caught up with me and we watched like season 12 together and we started season 13 and then fell out of it. Well, she just kind of recently picked it back up and was like, I finished season 13. I'm in season 14. You better catch up because season 15 is next and I want to watch it with you. I was like, all right. So Hurry up. When, I fin- when I finished Moon Knight, I told her I'll, I'll binge through 13, get caught up with her on 14 and then we'll watch the final season together. So I might have to make some shifts. But I, my, my goal was to get through Marvel 
get caught up on Marvel, then get caught up through Star Wars, mm-hmm. and then just start hitting, you know, whatever. But like I said, I go through, like, I'll go days without watching anything, and then I'll watch like four episodes in one night. Yeah. Right. So it's like I do that. It's kind of like my more my style. But I'm getting there. I have I'm to, watching more TV. I have to finish the Moon Knight as well, but I also want to start the Resident Evil show. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Kevin wants to watch. Yeah. So I think we need to do that. I'm going to get on that. Right on. Yeah. You know, no video games? Uh, no. So Paul and I are actually playing Battlefield the other day. Yep. Secretly, oh, yeah? Paul's really good. And <laughs> I'm not. Don't even. Um, but no, we were playing Battlefield. Battlefield just launched another um, update. This is um, the Dirt on Face update. It's pretty, you know, pretty cool. They're, they're making the game better by making the characters look dirtier. <laughs> and some map updates, you know. So I guess that's good. Yeah, Kaleidoscope. The the one map got an up got a got a revamp. <laughs> I haven't gotten to play it yet. Still hasn't yeah. magically popped up in my rotation. Mm. But um yeah, Kaleidoscope got an update. Um I <clears throat> 64, uh Conquest 64 is far better than than uh the 128. We talked about but, it on the after show. Yeah, totally. I mean Paul, like so these map I don't know, these maps just seem to jive with you, dude. I if an older map pops up, I'm ecstatic. Like, yes, yes. Uh, Erica Harbor, awesome. Like, uh, like, I want to play those maps. These newer maps, man, they just do not flow for me at all. At all. There is, which I, I was about to say there's no predictability. But, you know, typically when you're playing a map, there are, I shouldn't have to worry about 360 or maybe I should have to worry about 360, but every other game you play, it's like, that's not, I don't have to worry 360 vertically. You right. know what I mean? In right. every, I, I, I get the vehicle warfare and that's fun. And I enjoy that. And I like hopping in vehicles as much as I like taking vehicles down. It's very doable. It's counterable. I enjoy it, but it's like, fuck dude. I got Sundance flying in at 267 miles a fucking hour coming at me she's got scatter grenades dropping i got somebody else fucking self-guided missiles i have a tank on one side i got the super secret whirly bird behind me meanwhile i'm in a valley and i got snipers fucking a bajillion meters away that somehow touch me and then all of this i there's a dmr that has a fully automatic mode that just fucking two taps you all combined with a map it's just like it's just I, I, I'm, no nothing about like this map oh, dude it is it's it's infuriating it's infuriating. i can't stand it but the old maps just feel really really good yeah i i go ahead i was just gonna say i i again i've never never been a battlefield guy um you know i played a little bit of four a little bit of battlefield one and then um i never got into this new one i was i was looking forward to like trying out this new one and four then everyone still, kind of was like, mm. four is still hands down just the best. It's just three or four, depending on where you know where you, I guess you fall and like. But to mm-hmm. me, four four is the that is just the bee's knees yep. to me. That said, yeah. I still enjoy it. Like it's yeah, twenty forty two is one of those enjoyable. Oh, I'm just gonna jump in and shoot people and not really. But it very much feels like they so battle if you like uh, if you look at the movement right movement in Battlefield 4 versus 2042 the movement in 4 felt feels like more deliberate versus the movement in 2042 which very much feels like COD-esque die you know die respond die respond die respond whereas in 4 I Maybe it's just the way I'm viewing the game, but four just felt more. It felt slower. It felt more deliberate. It felt more tactical versus 2042. I just don't. And that could just be a me thing. It could just be me finding more reasons to not like it, even though I have 80 hours into the game. I don't know what that means. I've been playing World War Three, though. New update today. I saw. Yeah, I saw the update. Curious, uh, curious if we'll, uh, we'll see if that. the servers work now. I'll, I'll <laughs> let you know after this. I'll, I'll touch base because uh, World War Three was that great middle ground for me. Mm-hmm. Um, then they did the wipes, which mm-hmm. is okay by me. It doesn't matter. The weapon progression supposedly was increased by fifty percent, which I'm down for. But you couldn't find essentially conquest games. You couldn't find conquest games, um, which sucked. So the servers were borked. 
this update's supposed to fix it, so we'll see. I'm excited to jump back in. If I don't jump into that, I'll probably go back into Insurgency. Yeah, yeah Sandstorm. Okay. Oh, so good, dude. You, you, you tried out the cycle, so I'm interested because I know Clintus and I love it. So what did you think playing your first I did. Episodes? So... <clears throat> I enjoy... I didn't get a whole lot of time into it. I did the first four or so quests in there. I have a problem where the second floor of my house gets really hot. And for whatever reason, that game fucking cranks. It <laughs> cranks my system. Granted, my system's a little outdated at this point. I'm still running. What am I running? I'm running the 1080 Ti still. And 7700K, I think. So it's out. It's, it's outdated. But holy fuck, dude. I'm like mid-70s my temps when I'm running that game. So, yeah. So I don't know if it's just because my, my setup now is on the second floor and I have to re-insulate my attic. So maybe it's just not as cool up here. So it's just sucking in warmer air period or what, but I didn't get a whole lot of time. I will say this. I am surprised. I know you guys are into survival, but I'm sitting there and I'm like mining resources and shit. Right. Mm-hmm. it definitely feels less focus on the gunplay and more survivor survivor focused mm-hmm. your opinion first clintus because you probably were at a higher like gameplay level does it change um does, like, so does the game loop evolve yeah i mean you're, you're definitely going to run into more players especially when you go to the other map uh it's it's just more deadly um but I, you know, I only can compare this to, to Tarkov, right? It's that, it's that uh, raid extraction, PvP, VE genre so, that Tarkov kind of created. Right. So here's my question, though. Like, Tarkov is weapon-focused. If you're going in mm-hmm. for raids, right, you're going in for combat supplies. Right. Guns, attachments, health kits, ammo, ballistic carriers. Like, everything is combat-related. And right. everything about it, everything about your hesitancy is because of combat, right? So, like, I'm going around, and it could be anything at any time. So I'm running around the cycle, and I'm popping my scanner to see where resource nodes are, which is taking my attention away from potential threats. You yeah, don't use that, that after, like, yeah, six really? hours. Yeah. You, you just stop using that, period. I mean, you, you really, you know, you have a mission where you need to go find the, you know, the, the green, the nickel or the, the purple yeah. or the, yep. whatever. You, you'll, two things. One, you'll learn where you find those, right? So, so green nodes or anywhere it's mountains. Faces. Yeah. Purple nodes are by water, waterfalls specifically, and the red ones are in caves. So once you know that, if unless you really are like, I really need to find this node, then you uh, you pull your scanner out, you put a mod into it, so you know, make sure you're getting the pings on the on the other. All right, minerals. so it's not like there's like no. legendary nodes that will offer a super no. rare resource that you're only no. able to get if you have a specifically upgraded. No, and you scanner. only need that in small doses, right? Like it's not a it's not a mining game, right? Like this, that's just one one little thing, like Tarkov, where you. Our combat geared up. You're gonna at some point your end game is running like top tier ammo. You're running class five, class six armor. Right. You've got all the attachments. Your recoil and your ergonomics are maxed out. So this thing just is like you know a laser beam. You're still running around and looting and looking for valuable items that are just random, arbitrary. Like oh, here's a it's called a Tetris, but it basically looks like a Game Boy. It's a Game right. Boy, and it and it, but it's worth seventy five k. So you're like I'm gonna take that because it's money, right? right. Money equals bullets armor attachments health all that right so it's very much this balance of the economy while also being ready for any action both for players and i mean with the bosses and the new goon squad that runs around like yeah you have to be prepared for battle at all times while also trying to gather money and resources to continue playing the game i guess the thing is like where i'm seeing it because <clears throat> And granted, I only had like green and gray guns, so it's not like mm-hmm. I got to see a lot of really good weapons yet. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it. So, like you said, you're looting, right? I don't really have a problem opening up crates or locating crates or exploring mm-hmm. buildings because there's still a level of of danger there, right? Mm-hmm. But it's taking a pickaxe out and whacking something fucking twenty seven times to get to the core where I finally get the nickel. Right, and it's like I'm sitting there and all I hear is tink, 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 
and there could be someone walk. I mean, I, I, I there could be Absolutely. someone walking behind me, but I'm spending such an such Quick. a long time trying to get rock. I'm like, why the fuck am I sitting here trying to get rock? Quick, quick tip. Only mine the spots that showcase the colors and gem parts because that's where the stuff actually is. Don't worry about the rest of the rock. But I don't get to that part until I... Um, dude, I was swear I was sitting there. I was like, chink, chink. And then I'd have to go around this fucking wooden building because building, of where the node was located and then start whacking yeah. on that side. And then I had to jump up on top of it start whacking from the top. You, yeah, you won't be mining. I mean, at this point, you can stop mining. Like, like, you have a task for it. Yeah, sure, you need to go collect some nickel. That's fine. And gather it up and get out. But... At that's at, at, after after that you don't really need to worry about it you know you'll if you run by some you're like oh cool here's some here's some you know here's some velocite i'm gonna grab a node real quick you know and then leave if you know like you need certain ones for crafting because that's my only that's my only complaint with the cycle is that it's 100 crafting for better gear you can't just buy purple gear you can't just buy um a purple backpack right like i just want a bigger backpack so i can carry more loot oh right. nope i need to gather these four items and then craft it and it's like but there's and there's there's no other way to gather it other than to gather it and extract go in there and do um, that yeah now the good news is is these maps are small i mean the map is relatively small you can traverse it very quickly so you can get to your you know your spawn point to your extraction point pretty quickly and you can get in and out instantly, right? Like that's the cool part about the game is it's, it's just the servers are always on. So you're just getting in and out all day long. Whereas with Tarkov, it's like you load in, everyone loads at the same time at the beginning of the raid. Everyone rushes to the loot spawns, guess where the good loot is, or task items. And then you try to get the F out, right? So you're, mm -hmm. you're, you're trying to, you know, come, uh, race everybody else. Whereas with, with uh, this game, because the loot respawns every, you know, 10 or 15 minutes, you can literally load in and go, okay, well, let's see. I'll go this way. I know there's some of the items over there. There's some items over there. Didn't find what I'm looking for. Now nah, I'm just going to rinse and repeat, right? Or I'm going to wrap around and go around the whole map again and come back in 15 minutes, right? As you search so, for PvP. Yeah, while well, you search for PvP. Exactly, exactly. Um, it's, a, it's a much simpler version of Tarkov, especially with the color-coded like guns and armor and stuff. It's just very simple. You just look at it and go, well, green's better than white. Blue's better than green. Purple's better than blue. Like... And right. the way the damage structure works too is it's like it's it's like it's a percentage increase or decrease of damage based on the color of weapon against the color of armor, right? So whereas Tarkov has all that depth of like bullets versus class of armor versus type of armor material, right? Which like, is sweet. Yeah, yeah. But it's just it's there's a lot more to learn about that, like learning the different bullets and what it penetrates and I'm you know, sure, yeah, the, the complaining about, oh man, I'm shooting a scav, it takes so many bullets. I'm like, well, what, what am I using? Oh, I'm using 762 BP. It's like, well, you're overpenning. He's just, it's, you're going through him like freaking Swiss cheese, right? Like, that's why it's going to take more bullets, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, no, yeah. uh, I, to, to, to your point with cycle, I would say you're in that early stage where you're still trying to figure stuff out. Once you kind of get into that groove, you're like, you know, okay, I'm going to this location because I'm looking for these, this particular item. It's at this location or these type of locations. And you're like heading in that direction. You get there, you're looting, you're looking for the items. It's all about looting in that game. Right. And then along the way, you hear gunshots. You're like, oh, there's gunshots over there. Or you hear the birds rushle. Oh, there's somebody over there because the birds just moved, right? And then you're either going towards PvP or you're avoiding the PvP. And that's very much the ebb and flow. Okay, interesting. Because you kind of have yeah. a split of runs. You're like, okay, I have everything set up for a PvP run. Like, let's do it. As opposed to you run in with like with a scarab and a and a knife, and you're like, let's just not do that today. Let's not. Yeah, <laughs> let's run away from all the all the action. And so the other thing is, I hit a wall at I think just about five hundred thousand. You cross that five hundred thousand mark and a like a semi regular twenty k ish extraction value, and all of a sudden you're like, oh game said you can actually play the game here's blue and purple armor for the next 30 runs because you actually prove that you can play with the game and so i went from you know running around with green people and green armor and, and guns to oh congratulations every time i walk in the jungle to go get some focus crystals there's a dude with you know purple armor going ah yes i know you like to come to this spot i'm gonna sit here for two <laughs> minutes before i extract you know so oh it there is a pvp wall at a certain kind of like income level where it's like oh your mmr is high enough in terms of like how much loot you're getting so that you don't just sit there and you know do basic just farming stuff perpetually without trying to encounter any people without being challenged yep so hmm. you're yeah, in the mmr is based on your loot value that you get out with 
not who you kill or how many people you kill or any of that stuff like that. So if you're constantly getting out with a lot of loot and a lot of making a lot of money, the, the, the game's like, oh, you're pretty good at this. Let's 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 wrap it up for you a little bit. It puts you in with some more players that know what they're doing. That's an interesting. That's an interesting way to rate it. Mm hmm. Huh. Also, yeah, you, have more, I was just... you have more opportunity to get more expensive stuff, too, because more likely you get to like higher tier players, the more likely you are to either kill them or like they're doing the stuff that they know how to get expensive stuff. So you'll find them as they're oh, trying yeah. to get out with, you know, X, Y or Z important item. So, oh, yeah. right. Yeah, I, I was I was surprised by the gathering gatherer aspect mm -hmm. of it. I thought it was going to be more like find the gear like Tarkov mm -hmm. versus find stuff to make your base better, to make your crafting station better, to make your gear better, to that element. Mm -hmm. uh, that, I, the, the, the grind, essentially, to right? Mm -hmm. The grind to grind um, was a little bit surprising for the type of game that I assumed I was going to walk into. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So now that I have a little better idea of what to expect, uh, so real quick, and before I forget to before I forget to say this, Tarkov goes on sale tomorrow. Oh, uh, it's fifteen percent off all the versions except for the big version. It's twenty percent off. If you already own a copy and you want to upgrade to a different version, it's fifteen percent. So it's tonight through Saturday. Is there like summer sale? So, oh, I was to say, what's the occasion? Summer yeah, sale. Summer sale. Yeah. It's July. Um, they usually do one in July and the one in December. Um, but yeah, I so with Tarkov, it's again very economy based. You need mm -hmm. to be making money. <clears throat> in the cycle, they've got the generators, right? Where you're constantly making money passively, and you can upgrade your generator to make more money, and you can upgrade your generator to hold more money, right? Right. In Tarkov, you, they, they give you the scav, your scav character. So you actually have two characters to run, right? One is your main character that is your main, you know, you're leveling them up, your skills, all that. And then you have a randomly generated character. Uh, by default, it's like 20, 25 minutes or something. And then as you level up, you, it, you can drop it down to like sub like six minutes. Um, but it's a randomly generated character. You don't know what you're going to gear, what gear he's going to have. You don't know what he's going to have in his pockets. Um, I mean, literally this morning I spawned with a guy who had 40,000 rubles and a, a labs key card that's worth like 80K, 100. Well, if you buy it, it's 120K. If you sell it, it's like 70K, something like that. But I spawned in with like over 100 Gs, right? Right in my pocket. Um, so that's how you make your money. That's how you continue to play the game. If you continue to die and then you're losing your, on your main character, you at least have this spawned character to continue to play and, and get gather uh resources and, and money and equipment and stuff so that you can still go in with your main character and progress the tasks and the quests and all that sort of thing mm -hmm. so hmm. it's very both games still have a lot of that like gathering surviving aspect along right. with the pvp um there's definitely people who avoid pvp at all costs they hear gunshots they walk the other way um, they listen for, you know, they listen for certain cues and actions. They look at the raid timer and know how much time to give the, you know, the quote unquote chads time to run into the, the main areas. And of course, they might get all the high end loot, but it's all based on spawn points and how many players are on the map and where everyone's going. It's early in the white. A lot of people are doing tasks. So they're they're running and gunning to these specific locations to get, gather task items and then get out. Right. Hmm. Or five weeks in. All right. So five weeks in, you've already got people who have maxed, you know, gotten Kappa, which is like the end game, really the only end game uh, activity to to shoot, to go for is this extra large secure container. Like in, in the cycle, you have your pockets, you have your secure pockets. Those are items. Those are pockets, uh, items you can put in there. And if you die, it's the only thing you get out with. That's like it's a secure pouch, right? Okay, yeah. In Tarkov, you have that as well, but you can get bigger sizes based on the version of the game you buy. But then also, if you buy like the cheapest version, you can upgrade it in the game. There's quests to get a bigger case. Hmm. Um, the Kappa case is literally collecting, you have to do all the quests, and then you have to collect all of the streamer items. So they actually make streamer items uh, in the game. So like Dr. Lupo has his coffee beans in the game. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's items with these streamers either something that signifies oh that's so-and-so's like there's a guy named batty he's got a big red ginger beard right they put that in the game you can actually wear his beard in the game sequisha has got that really thick ass mustache you can wear that in the game 
you have to collect all those items and give it to one of the traders and he gives you the kappa case and it's a bigger secure container right so you got guys that already gotten that in two three weeks into the game yeah, right? they've yeah. gr- they like grinded everything and, and maxed it out and they're now you know just right. chilling having fun yep just yeah. pvping and doing there's yep. there's other challenges and stuff too like um fighting bosses a hundred times to get their costumes you can actually wear Jeez. like the, the adidas tracksuit, you know and uh there's a sniper one you get like a special armband and so there's all kinds of there's there's adding they're adding more and more to the game but we're getting close we're getting close to the um the official launch right they talk about the arena coming out this fall uh that's the 6v6 like counter-strike excited. style i'm excited yep. for that we hope counter-strike had, style yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know anything yet, but uh, the directory is already in Twitch, so it's like already there. Like we know it's gonna be a standalone That's game, awesome. and it's already there. So, yeah, I've been I've been digging it, man. I've been I've been really vibing with Tarkov, kind of playing mostly solo, but I'll do a couple of duos here and there. Um, and I feel like I'm in a good spot. Even you know, it's five. Like I said we're five weeks in. I'm level like 37, which makes me I feel like I'm behind. But of course, in the grand scheme of things, I'm kind of like in the middle towards. Yeah, the front you're right end. there. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's a cool thing. You're too. not no lifing, right? Exactly. I, and but, but I feel like with the amount of hours I put in, I feel, I feel like I should be farther along. But then you got like people who remind me like, oh yeah, well you know I'm I'm only this level, so you're still better than the majority, right? I'm like, yeah, right. I think I know you're right. I, I gotta bring myself down, right? <laughs> so, in the news, I know you 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 stumbled upon this this morning. You wanted to talk about it. Square Enix. Square Enix. So I guess this was like a late July. So I heard conversations of this and it just happened to pop up my newsfeed again. Um, Square Enix potentially being acquired by Sony. Which I'm like, part of me is like, not that, not that Square has like uh, the greatest reputation. For the most part, what do they have? We, they have obviously Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Right, that's a big one for them. Final Fantasy just across the board as an IP. Every Final Fantasy game, they have um, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts is Squ- is Squeenix as well, isn't it? Not? Yes. Yeah. And Dragon Quest are like their big three. Okay. Um, they also published Near, which Near Automata. Automata. Near Automata is such a sleeper hit. It is a phenomenal game. Fucking phenomenal game. It's just incredible. If you, ha- if you have to play that game. It's amazing. Okay. Um, but being bought up by Sony, and part of me is like, oh, no. Because there was... Legitimately, they, they were like on the cusp of getting ready to release 14 on Xbox. Right? Okay. Which is great incredible it it grows that it grows the player base that much more right everyone who doesn't have the pc but also doesn't have a playstation you can get into 14 on the xbox no problem man if sony buys this that's done right that's done and that bums me out for a game that i love to now be locked so the misconception is that squeenix didn't release it on xbox because because of Sony in the beginning, and that's just not the case. The way Xbox does things, they wanted a standalone, separate client built just for them. And it just wasn't in the budget. It's just not in the books to build something specially for Xbox. And that's how, way back when, that's why Sony got 14 and Xbox didn't. It's just, at least that's my understanding, right? Fast forward and fanboys just get immediately defensive and X, Y, and Z before actually looking into anything. And it's just not the case. But we're actually to a point now where they're like, yeah, we're trying to get an Xbox build out the door. We want an Xbox build. And this is going to suck if it gets shot down. It's going to suck. That's a lot of new players that potentially could be coming in and playing. Do you think they would still... They would keep the exclusive? Do you think they would do that? If Sony acquires Square Enix, it will, it will officially then, in my opinion, will become a PlayStation exclusive. They won't get rid of the PC. The PC is their majority, hands down. But as far as consoles go, 
I, I would be willing to bet unless now. Okay. Well, here's something to think about. Um, Yoshi P is all about the players and, and just, I could see him trying to fight to keep the Xbox, like get it in the contract that this game still comes to Xbox period. Sort of like how Bungie, when they were acquired by Sony Mm -hmm. destiny stays on all platforms, right? I could see him maybe fighting for something like that. Definitely. I shouldn't say maybe I could definitely see him fighting for something like that. Now, whether square listens to him, They'd be dumb not to, but they could, uh, you know. I assume talks, it'll be right? something similar, just because of the way Microsoft executed the the Bethesda, uh, not the Bethesda, the the Blizzard deal, is they were like, we're not taking COD away, like we're not taking any of these other platforms away. So I think it'd be really, really. Yeah, but I don't think I mean it, COD's a different monster. If 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 Microsoft came in and honestly tried to make COD an exclusive. I think the the repercussions it wouldn't just be fanboy wide. It yeah. that's huge. COD one has been PlayStation for a long time, a long time. Granted, super smart of Microsoft business to do to get Blizzard. Don't like really smart. And I hope Blizzard does well as a Microsoft entity. Um, but I, them trying to take COD away from other platforms. I th- I think is a massive, massive, massive mistake just for the sake of exclusivity. Yeah. But when you look at something on a much smaller scale, like, or at least I can only assume Final Fantasy XIV has less players than COD does on any given day across all COD titles, right? Right. You know, for them to then say final fantasy 14 has only ever been on playstation and then now we're going to guarantee that it only stays on playstation i think is a lot easier for them to get away with because it's never been on xbox you know what i mean yeah even though it's been asked for for a very long time right it bums me out it sucks uh obviously final fantasy is bigger nah dead serious on a the daily basis, base? on a daily basis. Yeah, but across all CODs. Across all COD. Nah. No, never mind. That's it pull, it's pulling Warzone and, and Yes. See that run. okay, so that makes sense. I I believe that. I believe 14 has more players than Warzone does in a day. But if you take all the CODs available to play right now yeah. on the PlayStation, you add them as one the mega, franchise. Yeah. Mega COD player base. That's got to be bigger. So right? for for COD, just so you know the numbers, playing Warzone regularly is between one to three million. They don't ever give you an actual number. Of course. Um, if you count mobile, uh, the mobile monthly is like a couple million. But the point being is, um, Final Fantasy is uh, thirty eight million subscribers, but three point four plus million daily players. Daily logins. So wow. your, your consistency on Final Fantasy is more consistent than mm. current content. That's really good growth. Hey, I'm I'm surprised by that. That's yeah. awesome. Good for me. So anyway, I know I a just, lot of that a lot of that's on console too. Like I because I remember back when like I stopped playing New World, I would pull up like the Steam charts and look and compare yeah. Steam um New World to like some other MMOs and stuff. And I remember comparing it to like I was like, yeah, there's still more players playing New World than Final Fantasy, and everyone's like check console check console like, oh, oh, okay well it's between that and it ha- 14 has its own pc client yeah yes that's the other thing i forgot about so yeah. that also takes away from this the steam charts are very misleading when it comes to yeah. <clears throat> games like that didn't realize that yeah same with like um swotor it has its own client and it has the steam client yeah. right so but yeah so I, I sony buying square i'm i don't really know what they're gonna like what do you get out of square besides well I, I say that you have all of the final fantasy games man yeah all of the final fantasy well games. And, might, and also too like what they're working on like we you know we don't know what they're working on with the road fantasy plan is. 16 yeah but i'm just saying like yeah roadmap like you know yeah. it, it's grabbing up and grabbing up a, a studio that has ip has mm. well-known ip um i know it, uh, just looking at their, their their list of games there's you know they got the marvel the avengers game that's big right now um yeah but look at what horrible um 
PR they got from that game. Oh yeah, it's been yeah, solid yeah. the last couple months though. Last it's been better. Really it's been better, but after what on, it was, well, so. but how bad was it early on? I think it's also because people were expecting a specific thing and they didn't get it. Less that the game was that bad. Could, that could also be the case. I mean, I'm just looking and it's just like Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, <laughs> Final Fantasy. They cling on to that IP yeah. like crazy. So I imagine if Sony buys them, they're buying them for Final Fantasy. I would agree. For sure. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. So let's, let, let, let's move on real quick because we're at 45, 50 minutes here. Uh, Hell fun yeah. thing from this week is uh, the Batgirl movie after being entirely filmed in entirety and post-processing <laughs> and, and post-production was canceled. Yeah, I don't understand that. I don't understand that. Um, according what's the, what's to the, sources what's the rumors? knowledge, uh, it's the most likely reason it got axed and uh, you can come for the IRS's taxes. Explain that. Explain so, that to me. Explain so, how taxes cuts on release. So it actually has to do with the fact that um, Warner Brothers as a studio uh, was acquired and messed with. So like the project was technically in different financial pockets what, during the transition. And so they don't actually stand to make any money off the Batgirl movie because of the way the contract is written. So if they do it and then they get the money, they have to pay extra taxes or something like that as opposed to like just being able to write it off like as a normal movie or something like that. It's the weirdest like most. Okay. I could see, I could see that being like a, uh, here's your smoke. That's it's like, a, it's like a believable smoke. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to read it from variety. Um, several sources know that Batgirl was made in a different regime at Warner bros, uh, which was Jason Gaillard, uh, and Sarnoff, which was specifically focused on building HBO max. Um, that includes the theatrical slate entire release at once in 2021, which is building the subscriber base. Um, but you know, became a real big problem because much like when you had Black Widow release with Scarlett Johansson, she was like, "I don't make any money off of the, the subscription, the, the subscription Disney like, Plus, right? Yeah, same." So that was a big thing. The new one uh, is David Zaslev, and he took the reins of the newly formed Warner Brothers Discovery because they merged. So it was before the merge and after the merge when they were trying to release this. Um, so he's uh, reversed the entire strategy of HBO Max that they were having. And so apparently it wasn't big enough to were feel worthy of a major theatrical release or small enough to make economic sense in spending uh, to put it on the streaming service because it, it was going to be a 30 million to 50 million marketing budget to actually properly market it domestically. And then it, that's just domestic. If they wanted to do, you know, global, it'd be more than that. So basically that was a non-starter for the company that was just recently merged uh, and the bottom line. So when you combine that with the fact that it was on different ledgers um, and the tax issues, they were like, well, we're not going to do it. That's fucking crazy. Yep. Can you imagine two and a half years of your life filming in like an entire series and like finally being cast as like the character of your dreams to get axed because of taxes? No. <laughs> I mean, do we think like, the, the falling interest of every Batman spinoff ever on WB had anything to do with this? Um, I don't think so. I think after the success of the recent Batman in general, I think they would have been okay. The f that film was incredible, and I feel like was a different Batman to majority of its predecessors. I agree. Right? Oh, yeah. So, all of the WB shit that's been coming out, like all the WB spinoffs for Batman have, could you say have been successful? The TV shows, everything. I feel like it's been failure after failure. Well, okay. So largely, you, yeah. Well, hold on, hold on. So I, I and I'm, 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 I'm just kind of like, just from what I know. So you'll have to, you'll have to fill me in as I go here, but we, you have arrow that was like eight seasons and that ended properly. Correct. You have Flash that's, I think, in a, a season eight or nine right now. That's still going on. It's right. I mean, all the final Batman spinoffs. Okay, but Batman. So what, are, what, do you, what do you have? You have Gotham and Batgirl. What, what else is there? And I've heard good things about Gotham. Gotham, Gotham was good. got picked up, right? It was, it was Fox, and now it's on, yeah. it's on a different network. It got 
picked up and acquired through a different network. Batgirl, there was a fallout with the main actress, and they recast her and got the new Maybe girl. that's what I'm thinking of then. Maybe right. that was the bad news. I thought it just tanked. No. Hmm. I mean, it, I mean, it might. This is the new season with a new Batgirl, and may it not have done well. No, because this is a movie. The, this is entirely a movie. This was a movie, right, 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 right. So, it's so it wasn't the same different. actress, though. I don't think so. I mean, like, no, show? no, okay. But I, I, so all, what I assumed was more than one fucking Batman show, show on that WB did that failed. But maybe I'm wrong. Well, I know there's supposed to be two new ones coming out because off of this movie, off of the the new Batman movie. Um, Penguin's getting his own show with Colin Farrell, yes. And uh, Grissom, uh, Commissioner Gord- Gordon, is getting like it's gonna be like his cop show. So Gordon's a star, but it's not like a, it's not like a, it's the it's the like Gotham Police Force show. So it's like a, it's a cop detective show in Gotham, and he's gonna be the star of it. So I've that's what I've heard that two from the movie have spun off from that. So oh, maybe I'm confusing the two. Like I said, I, I've just heard nothing but negative shit coming. Not that I've but seen you might be right. You might be right. Oh, you might have heard. I all just that heard, right. but yeah. maybe it's just haters who just pissed off for whatever reason. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Warner Brothers is not exactly in good graces for their DC projects, uh, with the well, exception of, course, yeah, of that's Batman. The thing. So, you know, yeah, it doesn't matter what you do at this point. Like, it's going to be. Well, are you sure you should be doing that instead of resetting the entire universe? And then, that's then. well. That's just it. It's like what? Like, that's a big question. I think on everyone's mind is like, what the hell are they doing? Like, what is DC doing? Like. You know, like Marvel has got this crazy success, right? They they've built this model of like we built up up to the Avengers and then Avengers up to Infinity War and Endgame, and now we're working on the second you know second version of this where we were rebuilding our Avengers and they Comic Con. They just announced the whole next like four years. I want them to. I want them to. Um, I want them to pivot into like unapologetically not for kids. I think DC is in a good place for that. I think DC needs to pivot fully lean into the, the dark shit, right? Rated R just your superhero movies. That is your shtick. If you will, Marvel, like kids love Ant-Man and everything else. Right? So your youngins got Marvel. Mm -hmm. If they lean into the more adult side of it, and you recapture the older audience again, dude, lean into the R rating. That's what your movies are. Batman is dark as shit. Every lean into that. Just don't try to be Marvel. There's no point. There's no, you're not catching up to Marvel right now. Yeah. And who has better, who has better villains than DC? exactly that's the thing it's it's always been there the villains have been like almost like the stars right like for the most part i, I completely agree so I, lean I, into the villainry i'm i am whole i'm on board with that 100 dude but like at this point like the question is what is their plan right so no. just a quick search it won't be right? that we got black adam coming out in october that's uh with dwayne that'll, johnson that'll kill right we got uh shazam 2 which is uh what's a uh, fury of the gods that's supposed to come out in december That'll now, also probably do very well. Yeah, the first one was great. It was awesome. Exactly. It, was, it was one of those like sleepers. Like I was not like, yep. excited to watch it, but when I saw it, I was like this is awesome. Yes. Um, but like clearly in the in the uh, in the lore and the comics, like those are guys are villains, right? Like those are not villains, but like those guys are like rivals, right? Because Shazam and Black Adam's like the old version of that. And hey, so Black I was more curious. An anti-hero than it, anything else, but yes. Yeah, 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 but I'm, yeah. yeah, and I'm I'm going off of just high level, like oh, I, what yeah. I don't never read the comics or anything like that, but I just know that Black Adam was always like the antithesis of Shazam kind of kind of thing. And you're supposed to have an Aquaman two, which is next year. I don't know what they're doing with with what's her name, Amber Heard, if they're axing her, if they're keeping her or whatnot. But I forgot um, about Aquaman two. Yeah. Now Ben Affleck is supposed to reprise his role as Bruce Wayne in that movie. So like we've got. The new Batman, which clearly is the detective style, different, mm-hmm. different, different universe, right? We're all into the multiverses now. So it's like, okay, it's a different, different version of Batman. So we still have Ben Affleck, which I personally thought was great. I, I thought Ben Affleck did a great job as Bruce Wayne and that older Batman. Um, so I'm, I'm glad to hear that he's at least still re- holding on to that for this, the, the, what do you call it? The Justice League, right? Um, we're supposed to get me a Flash movie next summer. 
which again, don't know what's going on with Ezra Miller, the drama with him and everything. Yeah. So I don't know if that's still happening or not. Um, Blue Beetle, don't know anything about that. Don't know who that is. That's supposed to be late 2023. So like, and then um, another Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix, which again is also like another like spinoff. I'm not sure what universe he's in because in the Justice League universe, you still have Jared Leto, right? He was at the end of Schneider cut and, and whatnot. So like if they're going to bring the Joker in that, that's not Joaquin Phoenix, right? So we got another Joker, Batman splinter off, right? Different Gotham. And then apparently they announced a Batman two with Robert Patterson. So they've already announced that they're going to do another Batman movie um, with the current. So, you know, that's where all this kind of gets wonky because it's like they've got multiple versions going on, which is super confusing to the general person. You yeah. know, they'll do another they'll do another um, uh, Wonder Woman. She's been very successful. So they're, they're, they've already said they'll, they'll do another uh, another Wonder Woman. It's been a and, good series for them. And then apparently they've talked about rebooting Superman again. That's what Please I'm talking don't. about, man. Like, just stop. Just stop. Stop. Stop with the fucking repetitive Batman shit. The, the formula is just not working. Stop with the repetitive fucking Superman shit. It's just not working. Stop. Well, I, I, I don't know. I mean, again, we have to, you know, dive into, like, the critics, the reviews, the, you know, Rotten Tomatoes. Like, figure out what it is. But, like, what is it about a character like Batman or Superman that you can't stick with one actor like I, I like i don't is it the directors is it the producers is it the actors like you know yeah. you, you think about like all the different batmans we've had and even like the original four movies right three different actors yeah. two different directors but it's like that messes with people like in their minds of like these characters these iconic characters it does you know? because thor has always been the same yeah well in in our what we understand right yes yes so like thor has always been the same uh, you know, Robert Downey Jr. has always played the same character, and and Scarlett Johansson has all like they've you you go and you watch, you know exactly what you what to expect and what to get. Maybe they do have something there, and the fact that they keep messing with who plays who on the yeah. DC side fucks with people. Well, and, and then sure. even then, it's like you know we always have to go back to the origin stories, right? Like. And that's okay, the other thing, but that's the let's thing. Let's watch Batman's yes. parents die again for the fourth, fifth time. Right. You know, the story you're telling is the same thing over and over and over and over again. That like, yes, yeah. not that the. I mean, Marvel. You could argue like the concept is basically the same every time, right? But mm -hmm. it, that it it unavoidable. But yeah, it's the origin story every time, man. Every time. That's why it's. That's just, why in the intro of Batman v Superman, we enjoyed just having the quick scene of like, ah, yes. The pearls, right? And that's all we need, right? Exactly. It's, everybody knows now. We all know what happened. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, and that's. I mean, that's 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 where we're at. It's like DC's got a lineup of of movies that are slated and to to come out, and and you know, we got some cool some cool stuff. I mean, if this all comes out to fruition, like this would be cool. But then it comes down to like, are they just going to do single movies? Is that it? They're just doing single movies of all their characters. There is no big buildup. Is that not their plan? Like. Justice League, I would argue, was a success, right? And then, of course, we've got the different version, which was equally as successful, right? I even love the 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 you know different cuts and different vibes and stuff. Mm. So is that not their plan? Are they scrapping the whole Justice League thing, or you know, See, do they I'm, not have a plan? I'm personally of the opinion <laughs> that a they don't have a plan, and b they should leave Justice League to the animated stuff because it's just better. And then the characters are in perpetuity, and you can just do one-off stuff with all your characters that occasionally have your crossovers, but it means that you actually get to, like, build self-contained stories with mm -hmm. your already incredible villains that allow you to actually focus on the villains and the end of that story, and maybe a trilogy, right? But, like, it means you don't have to try and tie in all of this ridiculous back and forth and power scaling that DC has regularly, because, like, you know, like, it means your, your, your city-level... Nightwing can actually just be Nightwing without being like, oh God, I have to deal with Superman and Darkseid. Right? Like, right. same way with the like, Batman detective movie. It's like, you don't have to have Robert Pattinson try and deal with Darkseid and, you know, intergalactic threat. He's just being Batman. So, mm. that's my opinion. Uh, uh, yeah. It's, instead of doing, like, the series, it would have been cool, because, like, look, look at what they've done with Suicide Squad. Right? First one was great. Second one was great. Peacemaker came out, and that 
from what I understand, I haven't seen it, but from what I understand, pretty did pretty well. Mm-hmm. All right, there's your jump off point into your villainry. Like, right? Like, come on, how difficult is it to make that leap right there? You've established a pretty good point, like starting point with just Suicide Squad. Now, branch it. Instead of making it more about the heroes that we've already seen a bajillion times, they've already kind of dipped their toes in with the Joker. But again, Mm -hmm. everyone's kind of sick of the same fucking thing. You have a whole universe of incredibly entertaining bad guys. Let's let's look into that, right? I, I, I would way more enjoy that. Yeah, I, I agree. I, it'll be interesting to see where this all leads. I mean, like I said, Marvel slash Disney have got their shit together. They've laid out the next, basically the next Marvel, the Avengers story arc, right? Like we know yeah, exactly yeah. all the movies and series is, and even, even that thing too. Warner Brothers had, and, and, you know, slash DC has HBO Max as like their streaming service. And they have a great potential to like run shows and series is. And it seems like even that is just they're they they're slow going. They haven't figured it out yet. And even if they just copied Marvel, even if they just said, screw it, we're going to do the exact same thing Disney's doing. I want this character has a show. This character has a movie. We're going to build out this. We're going to build out this. Here's it. Like, they don't have anything. They're just like, ah, that sounds like a good movie. Sure, let's do that. Why not? Yep. I don't know. Yeah, okay. feels. It's, it's a little batty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, on that note, we're going to news about bats. Um, apparently, bats have returned to a Nevada fire station, forcing it to close. Um, okay. Basically, in seven years, this is the second time these bats, the specific colony of bats, has uh, infested a specific fire station, and the officials have had to temporarily close it in an attempt to relocate said bats again. Um, the bats have been flying around the living quarters of the small fire station between Reno and Carson City, uh, and the dead bats have been found in the bay. You know, basically, it is a health hazard for the firemen to continue working in said uh fire station jeez so they're moving them and then trying to relocate the bats and i just thought it was funny if we were talking about bat girl and batman it's just all of a sudden the bats are still creating chaos even when they're not affiliated with the popular movie so <laughs> bats everywhere bats everywhere um secondarily just for fun keeping the animal theme uh if you find a loose kangaroo in alabama in tuscaloosa County, keep it as a pet. please please report it to the local authorities as they are teaming oh, up with the zoo infrastructure to track down and capture their loose kangaroo <laughs> Um, I don't know if any of our listeners are from Alabama, specifically Tuscaloosa County, so please be aware. Uh, and if you're driving through and you see a, a bouncing animal that should not be there, please call. Imagine you're down the highway just do, 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 do. Have you seen those chase videos before of like kangaroos getting on a highway and like people having to chase them down? No, no but I've seen them squaring off with people and just boxing the shit out of them. <laughs> they do that too. Apparently, it's popular to have raccoons as pets. Did, were you aware of this? No, I was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Raccoons as pets, trash pandas living in your house. (laughs) It's like a thing, dude. They're super. I think, I mean, at this point, I I, I sound surprised. I sound surprised, but at the same time, I think at this point, everyone's tried to keep everything as a pet at some point. True. True. You hear some of these statistics and numbers (laughs) of like, there's more tigers in captivity in the state of Texas than all of Africa. And you're like, I'm not surprised. A tiger. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. That's a statistic, though. That's out there. I'm sure it is, Listen, dude. Don't worry. Cats think we're their pets anyway, so it. Uh, out, Mike right? Tyson, that shit. <laughs> All right, know. everybody. That's gonna wrap it up for us this week. Thank you so much for watching slash listening. Uh, you can find the old fashioned podcast everywhere you listen to podcasts. Head on over to raredrop.co for more entertainment more podcasts. There's all kinds of great shows and content out there, as well as the YouTube channel. Mike, always good to pl- always good times uh, hanging out with you, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, buddy. Same with you. Thanks, Paul. Have a good one, guys. Later. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>